What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Between Two Tackles. I'm your host, Alex Spinelli, and alongside me, as always, is Ray Volo, DiMonto Bono. Fellas, how are we feeling? We got another rebuild episode. We got the Carolina Panthers today. Yeah, coming off this Frank Reich hire, I mean, uh, they're in kind of a weird little spot as well. Um, I feel like they're kind of in between whether to just they, I feel like they have some pressure on them not getting rid of Fitterer. Um, but yeah, let's, let's see how this goes. Yeah, we'll get into it, but where they are in the draft makes it a tad difficult, you would assume, to get their quarterback. They do have some draft capital, but like I said, we'll get there. And I'm curious to see what Frank Reich is going to, uh, you know, he'll obviously have his input to Fitterer on if they're going to move forward with Sam, sign him back on, or look uh, look to the future early or, you know, wait till uh, wait a year or two. Right. So let's get into it. Yeah, it was a, a wild season for the Carolina Panthers. Before the season, they traded a conditional fifth-round pick to bring Baker Mayfield in to try to help stabilize this QB room. They started 1-4, and four, and then they fired head coach Matt Rule, who was still owed four years and a little north of $40 million. So my man Matt Rule is raking it in from the Carolina Panthers and from Nebraska. Good for him. Good for that guy. The team turned that's a, to – That's a guy's guy, too. Yeah, he could say that. We love Matt Rule. Just didn't work out. I'm pretty sure uh, I, heard, I heard, as you said that, but sorry to cut you off there, but I heard on a podcast, uh, I don't know exactly how it works with the college game, but like when they get hired, when coaches get hired, they get, they get fired, they only have to pay the, the like previous organization only has to pay, pay the difference between the contract. So it's like, not, I don't think he's like double dipping. I'm not sure how that works though. Yeah. With uh, Nebraska. I wonder yeah, if that's college to college or if it's, Pro to college, I'm not sure. Yeah, I know. Like, I know pro to pro. Like, they said that there's some sort of like instead of like a non compete, it's like a like no, like go out there and get a fucking job. Like they hire they, like <laughs> people. They have like people like go watch them and shit to make sure they're not like being deadbeats because like they just don't want to pay that whole contract. Yeah, shout out Cliff Kingsbury, just uh, <laughs> yeah, somewhere in Thailand right now. We're that not sure. What the, We're not sure. Living, that, guy's. that guy's living the life, bro. Yeah, he is. Dude, uh, yeah, so so they fired Matt Rule. They turned to interim Steve. Uh, Steve Wilkes, who got this team playing some gritty football. They had a lot of really tough games, and they had a shot to win this division, which is absolutely crazy, a really shitty NFC South. Um, but this whole season was a quarterback carousel. They waved Baker. They had P.J. Walker in there for a time, and they finished the season with Sam Darnold. Thought they might keep Wilkes, but as we had mentioned at the top, Frank Wright is their new head coach, so new regime will be in place. This team is feisty. They played way above their skill level, but this team has a lot of holes still. On offense, bottom 10 in passing yards and passing touchdowns. And on defense, bottom 10 in passing yards allowed, sacks and interceptions. So, Frank Reich needs to make some decisions on this roster. They are strapped for cash with their cap space. And like Dean said, they're picking at nine with a lot of teams ahead of them who are looking for quarterbacks. So, going to be really interesting. Um, Ray, I mentioned some of the pieces, Brian Burns, JC Jackson, Jeremy Chin, DJ Moore, Taylor Morton, Ike Aquanu, Derek Brown, just to name a few. They got some good players and those some good some, young, those are some household names, some really those good young talent. Yeah. But like I mentioned with the cap space, um, and their future at quarterback is very uncertain right now. And it's really tough to be in a really shitty cap situation without even paying your franchise quarterback. So how are you feeling about this roster and this team moving forward? 
Yeah, I mean, like you said, they have they do have nice pieces. That, I mean, um, Brian Burns was a hit. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't the biggest fan of him coming out, but that guy's due for a massive payday. I think he had 12 and a half sacks this year, so he'll get paid. And that should, honestly, that should help clear some of that cap space up for this year in particular, which would be good. But, I mean, you said it, quarterback is number one issue with this team. I know David Tepper was heavily in on um, Deshaun Watson a few a couple years back. He he wants to make a splash, so I think that puts a little bit of pressure on this whole like organization. I feel like they feel like that Reich hire is kind of indicative. They want to have they want to see uh, results early. They, I don't think this, they want this to be a longer uh, rebuild than it already has been. There's going to be a lot of pressure on Fitterer. He's been here for two years, um, so yeah, we got to see. They're going to have to get creative to get this quarterback. Like you said, not pick nine overall right now. It's not the um, not the ideal spot, especially to wait for. Uh, your guy to fall to you. So I'd also see like to see them be a little aggressive and maybe that uh, number three pick with the Cardinals is uh, something they'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. I would kind of argue that the Reich hire to be kind of the opposite. Maybe that they don't need to see results that early. I, I you have to imagine Frank Reich, you know, fairly accomplished, um, you know, head coach. He is very, you know, has a ton of respect. He's garnered a ton of respect in NFL circles. And, you know, he was definitely a top notch coach, head coach candidate, you know, right out of the Colts where, you know, that was pretty short of a disaster, but a great team. I I think that he'll have a longer leash than we have seen these, you know, NFL quarterback, NFL, I apologize, NFL head coaches and NFL front offices has had, have had. Um, but that being said, I, I still lean that they have, pieces we just talked about a ton of great pieces they don't have the cap space <clears throat> clears up a, a, a bit you know in a year or two when that all that dead cap from McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson drop up but you have to imagine they have to start paying these young players that are going to be off their rookie contracts so I wouldn't be shocked because I don't think they probably go the veteran route uh I, I think it's either Sam or they Luckily, got a good amount of assets, draft capital from the Niners in that McCaffrey trade, potentially using that to go up if one of the top three fall, or maybe they, uh, maybe they're huge into AR. Who knows? Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, and they need to get the quarterback situation figured out. Since 2019, they've had seven guys start games for them: Kyle Allen, Cam Newton, Will Greer, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and PJ Walker. That's pathetic. That's- that's fucking that's wild. I mean, I know also I know it's tough for um like the fan base and to hear, but I also wouldn't be opposed to um being a little bit more patient with this. They drafted Matt Corral in the third round last year. He registered to do that injury. Uh maybe we bring back Sam on a one year deal and you you roll out with Sam and Corral, see what happens, maybe trade back from the nine, that nine overall spot, get some more capital for twenty four, and then really make your um make your move there because there are I mean I know it's early and they say this every year but there are some big name quarterbacks next year that teams could be looking to target so um I don't know how long of a leash uh their GM has but if he thinks that he can get away with it I, w- I wouldn't be opposed to that being a uh a route that they take yeah I don't you have to imagine it's a it's a little bit longer sorry to cut you off so so you have to imagine it's actually a little bit longer than I would expect considering this team battled back they you know they got like you said, like we said, they had three fairly abysmal quarterbacks play for them throughout the year. I mean, PJ Walker, Baker, and Sam. Even though Sam played fairly well in the last few games, you know he has not had a a good NFL career by you know really any standards. 
but uh damn i'm sorry i blanked out right there you could take over sauce <laughs> that's so good um we'd mentioned <laughs> we, we mentioned some of those young pieces including corral just wanted to quickly go over last year's draft they took icky Iquanu at the 106 had some ups and downs but we all liked icky coming out think he'll be a good piece for them long term started to play well at the end of the year we'd mentioned matt corral Lilith frank injury in the preseason game didn't get to see him at all this year possibility we get to see him next year who knows uh, they took Brandon Smith, linebacker from Penn State, in the fourth round, who also ended up on IR this year. They had Amari Barno, uh, edge rusher in the sixth round, had two sacks, but it was really a light class for them, honestly. They'd, they'd moved a couple pieces for Sam uh, to the Jets, so no second-round pick for them. This team needs uh, quarterback, obviously, the big need. I think this team also needs to go get some wide receiver help desperately to pair with, with DJ Moore. I think they need some more edge help to help out Brian Burns. I think they could use another corner on the opposite side of JC Jackson. Also think they could use a linebacker, especially if they have to make some difficult cut decisions with some of their guys. Um, as it currently stands, they are minus 9 million in cap space. They have close to 30 million in dead cap from Christian McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson. And right now, the three big names in their free agency, Darnold, center Bradley Bozeman, who played really well this year, and running back Donta Foreman, who also had a good year after they moved on from McCaffrey. Ray, where do you want to start with those three guys or or anywhere? I feel like you got to start with Bozeman. Um, they signed him, like you said, on a cheap deal uh, as a veteran. Late, I feel like it was pretty late in the offseason last year, Very. if I remember correctly. I feel like the market didn't really develop for him, and he played pretty well for them. Uh, I think that offensive line is a – uh, legitimate strength for this team. I think they ran the ball super effectively down the stretch. I think uh, 161 yards for the last five games after the bye, and there was a 320-yard game, a 223-yard game, and a 171-yard game mixed into there. So they were able to run the ball. I think that starts up front always, obviously. Um, so I think Bozeman would be a big uh, piece to bring back. How they can get it done with this cap space, I don't really know. Like we said, there's going to be a lot of finagling going around. Um, I think um, a Shaq Thompson may be a, a, a cap casualty. I don't oh. know. I mean, he was their leading tackler. Maybe at, at the very least, you got to restructure. I think he's got like a $24 million cap hit, which is pretty crazy. I think I just saw the franchise tag numbers came out uh, for this upcoming offseason, and I think linebackers is like 20. So he's, he's above that franchise tag number, which is pretty fucking insane. That is wild. Um, so I think there should maybe a restructure there. Um, like we said, Brian Burns can get extended this offseason, I would assume. So that, that should clear up some cap as well. But um Foreman, I feel like he's someone that you're probably gonna let go. You got Chuba Hubbard, and I feel like giving a a contract to a running back isn't always the smartest thing, but maybe you can get him on a little bit of a deal. Who knows? There's a new uh this new offensive staff coming in, so you don't know how they're gonna prioritize these internal free agents. Yeah, Dean, talk to me about Sam. How do you feel about them bringing Sam back? I personally, and uh, and I love me some Sam. You guys know that, so I might be a little bit biased. Dean's got six Sam Darnold jerseys. I, I do have – I think I have more than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I also hold maybe his most expensive ever purchased uh, sports card ever, which is yeah, now well, worth nothing. But uh, – <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, 
that still hurts. That still hurts, honestly, reminiscing on. But I I genuinely believe he showed you enough paired with the fact that you're going to be at nine. You need to draft young guys, considering that there's going to be some solid talent on your team that needs to be a cap casualty. He just needs to, just as Ray, just as Ray kind of just kind of articulated there. So them being at nine paired with the situation, like you said, they got corral last last year in the third and he was he was injured. I think you definitely run it back with Sam. He he showed you enough and he honestly he almost won you a he almost won you a division title, which yeah. is nuts. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty crazy. Ray, you mentioned Shaq Thompson. Um if they cut him, they could get 13 mil back, which it's tough when you're nine mil in the hole already. They restructured him last year too, I saw, which is crazy. If you're gonna restructure a guy twice in two years, just some really poor GMing, if uh if I say so myself. I mean, it just what happens, you restructure, you convert that's uh the salary into a bonus, and it's just it's like kicking the can down the road. So um that's the game you play when you try to manip- manipulate the cap uh year in, year out. Yeah, he's a really good player. I'd it it'd be tough to let him go. They did have uh our boy Frankie Louvu, he also played pretty well for for them at linebacker too. But they need to bring somebody else in. Um, another guy that I was looking at a possible um, cut casualties, uh, Pat Eiflin. I think he could save five mil. But even still, they got to get these numbers somewhere. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do. I was I just do, gonna, I... regarding Elfline though. Um, if they let Bozeman go, maybe they maybe they try to keep him. I mean, that, he was banged up last year. He didn't really get to play much. And I think he's been a little bit of a disappointment since coming out, but um, I don't know. He always played well for Ohio State, so I have a, I have a soft spot in my heart for him. Right. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at some free agent targets. Again, this is a this is a big TBD section for us because it really depends on what this organization wants to do. Um, it's really difficult right now to say who they could even afford to bring in, especially – if they want to bring a guy like Bozeman back and if they can't restructure Jack Thompson, it's going to be really interesting. Um, but a guy that I had brought up was, was Leighton Vander Esch, especially if they couldn't bring back Jack Thompson. He's a guy who started to get a little healthier, started to play better. This is a guy I've, I've really liked since, since he's come out. Um, and I think this could be a kind of a, a plug and play guy, honestly. I like that. I think that's a good call. I was going to say this is, you know, I love talking about free agent targets for teams, but this, you know, I feel like we're just being counterproductive almost, you know, they're also, they're also anemic and wide receiver, which is going to be one of their most, you know, most targeted, you would, you would assume positions for this free agency. And like you said, they're just, they're going to do a lot of finagling, a lot of posturing just to stay under the cap with just signing a few of their guys and letting go a few. So uh, I, I don't really have much to input, to be honest. I, I was gonna say maybe like a, a really like under the radar wide receiver on on the on the cheap might be like it sounds dumb, but be the ninth team to go on Nikhil Harry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's the best I got. Something needs to be like under like three mil, two mil. That's all I got for you. I, I mean, can't really I, think of anything else. I kind of agree with the concept. I think they have to go young guys uh, who kind of disappointed on their first team and who were drafted pretty high, so they're talented. Nice and <laughs> and maybe there's just um, maybe a, a scheme change, change of scenery would help. Um, I think one person, Irv Smith, 
I think that'd be a good get. He could, really didn't stand mm. too healthy in Minnesota, obviously, but um, I think, that's a great goal. I think pairing him with uh, Tommy Tremble, a tight end, he could give them a little something. He's always been a decent receiving threat, so I think someone like that, he wouldn't cost too much. Uh, that being said, it's a deep tight end class in the draft too, so they may look to address that uh, later, either late day two, early day three. Right, and I think for them, um, outside of obviously quarterback being the biggest need, but I mentioned some of the other ones. Corner, very deep in this class. Edge, very deep in this class. And you just mentioned the tight ends, another need for them. Also very deep at this class. So if they do want to hold on to their assets, I mean, they got they have four picks in the top 100. That's, so that's, that's another reason to keep Sam and to hold on to those assets. I would right. Yeah. That, that actually aligns perfect for them. I didn't even really put those uh, put that together. I agree. Um, some other wide receivers I brought up. Again, really tough with their cap situation, but a guy, a couple guys that I could see them possibly looking towards. Jacoby Myers. They need they need somebody in the slot. They need somebody to go over the middle. I would just uh, imagine that'd be too much. It's probably going to be too much. Uh, a little bit of a down version of that. Um, I also had Sterling Shepard listed coming off an ACL. Not sure what the Giants are going to do with him. I could see them bringing him back, but. He's a good player when he's when he's healthy. Can plug and play right in the slot. A veteran for for a young team like this, kind of a guy that makes sense if you can yeah, get. He's, him, he's get him always on. he's always had availability issues. You you'd imagine that he they would be able to get him fairly cheap for sure. Right. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think another guy too. I just uh, I think on the defensive side, especially on that line, I think they need some uh, more pass rush help. They only had thirty five sacks this past year. Uh, I know they got talent, obviously young talent all over that defensive line, but maybe a different um, their change of pace type of guy on the interior to pair with Derek Brown. Uh, someone like David Bryan, who's an easy athletic freak coming out. He's had some, a little bit of sack production, but he's been moved around from Jacksonville to Cleveland. Maybe someone uh, try to bring him back down South and uh, get him going a little bit. Right. I've really never seen a team in this bed of cap space, like cap shape that, doesn't even have a clue who their quarterback's going to be next year. And have like a ton of young guys that haven't been paid yet. It's it's pretty alarming, honestly. Yeah, it's I mean, kind of they, weird. They have a lot of money invested in uh, DJ Moore and uh, Taylor Morton and also Shaq Thompson. That I mean, that's like almost 100. That's like 75 mil right there. And that's then, like, and like then 30, over, yeah, then Yeah, then, then not to mention McCaffrey and Robbie Anderson, another 30 million, dude. That's, that's like 50% of their cap right there. On those that's, actually, that's actually crazy to put that in perspective. Also, one thing I I honestly don't understand. I mean, I guess I do get it. I guess it kind of it kind of uh influences you to keep your guys, but I don't understand why dead cap hits when you trade a guy. Like they're they should if they're taking on the sat like you know what I mean like they, they, yeah someone, like what well, what the fuck that's fucking retarded. <laughs> I right yeah that, that's uh, tough. <laughs> that's tough. I, I know what you're saying. I mean. Heck, they almost traded Brian Burns midseason too. Yeah, which true. Which <laughs> they would have been up to almost I'm fifty million in dead cap. That would be absurd. To know if those rumors were true, by the way. I think they, they were. were. Yeah, it was. I it was think two, it's impossible. Two first round picks from the Rams, and they were going to be twenty five and twenty six. But the Rams, I, I the Rams, two thousand twenty five and two thousand twenty six. Those were the picks. That is wild. That's insane. I didn't even know you could trade that far in the I know. Future. It's like the – Are you uh, sure that, it wasn't the – They have their, their 24 first, the Rams, I'm pretty sure, right? 
Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't 24, though. It was like, no, just skip that one. We'll give you 25, 26. 25, 26. Dude, Fetterman wouldn't even be there if, if you make that trade. I mean, hey, the, the Rams haven't picked in the first round in a while. So Insane. They've, they've been strapped for picks. They're looking to hold on to uh, for a few years. But, yeah, it's it's going to be a really interesting offseason for this Carolina Panthers team. Um, Looking forward to, to seeing what they're doing. Let's move so, into before. Go ahead. What would you do if you're uh, the Panthers? You you trying to get a quarterback? You trying to go all in on a quarterback right now? You trying to uh, kick the can down the road, wait for your cap situation to clear up, and then uh, try to strike? Uh, I'm probably kicking the can down the road, um, and we'll figure it out later. I feel like I have the pieces kind of in place, and uh, I think we can restructure a lot of these guys and just. Just being at nine, it's such a bad spot. Like, especially because what they have they have seven picks this year, four in the top hundred, and two of those are from the 49ers. In a when you're in such bad cap space, like I feel like you almost need these picks to fill out the rest of your roster because you're not going to be able to do it through free agency. Where to move off of your first, your second, your next year's first two to, and probably a th- the third in this year's draft too, just to maybe get up to three, let's say, at Arizona to move up six spots. You're giving up a lot of capital and a lot of potential starters and just pieces on your team where you can't really fill that out in free agency. It's just a really tough situation. I think I'd probably kick a de- can down the road, play with Sam. Maybe he keeps progressing, and then you might have an outside shot at the playoffs, or they suck, and you're in the you're a bottom five team. Yeah, I'd really be looking to try to move back from nine. I think too. I think I would love the Commanders, another team that's desperate for a quarterback. I think right. that's even. I mean, I mean, also one thing we didn't even mention. I think the kind of the talk kind of died down, but Lamar, I could so see them mm-hmm. being in play for Lamar. We didn't mention it, but um, I mean, I think that Lamar after that, I don't know, like when. When the playoffs were happening, I thought for sure he was gone. And then, um, uh, what you call it, Harbaugh's co- uh, press conference, and then their OC leaving kind of makes me think that maybe they're trying to appease to him and uh, get him to stay. But who who knows? But if he's on the table, I guarantee that the Panthers are going to be in play. If for any reason not, just because of David Tepper, I think he wants to make a splash. Yeah. I'm just – it's funny, too, because – I love these rebuild episodes because we do get a, a closer look at what teams are actually doing rather than, you know, we, we do a mock draft all the time and we're like, oh, yeah, Carolina's sitting at nine. Like, they need to go up and move up for a quarterback. Like, now you do these rebuilds and these exercises where you see the whole view and scope of their team. Like, do they really need to move up? I'm with you. I never even thought about them trading back. But that might be the best option for them in this situation, looking at their full team. Yeah, it's definitely interesting, like zooming out and looking at the full team as if it's a kind of like a Madden franchise. But right. then you when you think about uh like ownership pressure, uh GM's been there for two years and his the coach that pretty much hired him just got fired. So like there's pressure in that. Like there's so many moving parts in the NFL. It's it's kind of like a uh reality TV show in a way right. or a soap it, opera. Right. It really is. Um so I so I mentioned seven picks, 
They're 109, four picks in the top 10. Obviously, they got the 49ers second, third, fourth, and a 2024 fifth in the Christian McCaffrey trade. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do. I I had the question posed, do you think they need to move up? But we kind of went through all that stuff. But, hey. Hey, welcome back, Dean. Welcome back, Dean. What's thanks up, guys? For, thanks for joining. What's yeah, my uh, my my big toe, uh, my my big toe uh, turned my PC off. I was to be honest, my, we, my, we, what's we up? Didn't, we, we didn't even acknowledge your exit, and I don't think the fans noticed. So you're good. You don't even. No, they definitely yourself. noticed. My 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 feet were going brazy, and out of nowhere, it just shut off, and I was shocked. I thought like my my like power went off or some shit. But uh, my damn, feet, I, it's okay. I made it for the good part. Keep, so keep those toes on a keep those toes on a leash, huh? My I know. feet, my feet were going brazy. That's going to be the uh, title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Dude, All right, it's this leg syndrome. It's rough out in these streets. Yeah, it's like you're um, missing. It's like the missing that, muscle that's in your what tongue. Say, right? What's up? So I said it's like the missing muscle in your tongue. It's just something they told you to so you don't feel bad about your <laughs> mental state. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's so get that to. Fake, you think? Excuse me. I, I know. That I my whole life. I know it was fake, Dean. <laughs> Damn. I guess they really thought I was slow, like forever. All right, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm not even sure how to steer this back. <laughs> we're we're just gonna we're just gonna get into the mock draft. All right, let's do it. All right, so we're doing calm my toesies down. We're we're doing the first three rounds. We get four picks in this one, so that's always exciting. Uh, we're at nine. Do we want to try to move up, or we want to stay put and see how the board falls, and we'll feel it out? I think it's most likely they stay stay there. Yeah, right. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think um, if anything, I'd like to see the uh, field back. moving backwise. Yeah. Right. All right, so the way the board fell, Will Anderson, Bryce Young, Jalen Carter, Will Levis, Miles Murphy, Paris Johnson, C.J. Stroud, and Tyree Wilson. So the top three quarterbacks on off the board. AR staring at us in the face, right? What are we yeah. doing? I mean, I think that's very – I think the way – if the board falls this way, I think that's the move, to be honest with you. I think that's just – I think it would be a no-brainer for them. I think he has all the upside in the world. And they don't really need to – I don't think they need to rush him on the field either. I mean, they can if they want to let him learn and grow. Carolina isn't that, like, toxic of a fan base where I think you can probably get away with it. Um, and it's – let's be real. It's reminiscent of Cam. I think they – same play style, uh, same splash. I think the fans would love it. So I think it makes a lot of sense. I, I don't hate it, but you kind of highlighted it when we were talking about free agent targets and kind of not really having someone – Next to uh, Derek Brown and the fact that they have Derek Brown, who creates a ton of inside pressure and is obviously a rock in the run game. And then you pair that with a guy who had 12 and a half sacks and is a beast and Brian Burns. And that, you know, that D line only got what, how many? 35 sacks, which is yeah. got to be one of the lowest in the league. I think Bressy uh, is a, a great pick here. Um, a guy who. I see falling this far, a guy who is almost like locked in as like a top three pick at the start of the the college season. Obviously, that changes. So I, I would lean him to be honest. I but uh but sauce, be our third yeah. vote, buddy. Yeah, I'm gonna break the tie here. I'm gonna say we're going Anthony Richardson. 
I just think we didn't have to give up any assets and we could possibly still be shitty next year too. This guy doesn't have to get on the field. Um, but we do have a possible quarterback of our future in place. So we're going to take Anthony Richardson here at number nine. I like it. I like that. Right. You're on mute. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, one, uh, I wish that's the fun, funniest like that, thing dude. ever, right? Like, talk, dude, I was just staring at you. Talk to yourself laughing for like, for like at least 20 seconds. Dean, you do that every time we get on Zoom. Literally every single time. <laughs> uh, but as I was going to say, I think Proceed is going to end up falling in this process. That's just my uh, prediction. Just want it to be known. I don't think he's going to be uh, that top 10 lock that everyone thinks he's going to be. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people are talking about that now. Do you think he goes uh, top 15? No, people guess, are saying back half and guess, possibly round two. I mean, I think Mel, Mike, Mel Kuyper didn't have him in his latest mock, but I just think that I think he's a good enough athlete, and um, especially a sophomore team, I think he flashed enough where he'll go round one, but I just think there's a little there's some holes, and I think he'll end up going back half. All right, so we're on the clock here at pick 39. What positions are we looking at right now? Huey Ringo fell this far, which is I mean, I feel like we're good at I feel like we're good at corner, no? I feel like we can always upgrade. I think you can use someone to pair with Brissy, but um what are we looking uh, at? With you mean Derek Brown. Derek Brown. Yeah, sorry. Julie? I know I would have loved Siaki Ika there. Yeah. They'd be, they'd be, a, they'd be like, uh, I mean, I actually, I mean, it's I had, early. I had it all up. I had the stats up, but now they're not fucking up anymore. It's too guess. early for Mozzie. Yeah. What about wide receiver wise? What are we oh, looking yeah. at there? Oh, dude, we should win Quentin Johnson at nine. Parker Washington. I don't hate. I don't really like Hyatt for, for, for what they need. Not for this team. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't love where we're we're at right now. Yeah, I, think, I think you can look for in the later in the draft for wide receiver. I don't think there's anyone who's good. Value I mean, look at Edge Oppo of uh, or 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 linebacker if we know where we're you know moving on from Shaq. I mean, I love me some Keon White. That that's my guy. I yeah, I think know. this is. I think this is way too high for Keon White. Um, at thirty nine, yeah, he's probably a back end of round two, early round three guy. But man, I fucking love that guy. Honestly, I, th- I, I, I think some of the, I, I think mean, the corner is where we go right now. I mean, I was they, gonna... got, they got they got Horn and JC. That, that's that's the same person. <laughs> Literally the same person. Oh no, my JC god, Jackson. Uh, they don't have JC Jackson. No, 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 I, no, I was gonna. They got JC Henderson. And, um... Henderson, you're thinking of? Yes. Um, I yeah, was gonna say Drew Sanders. I was gonna say Drew Sanders. I think. Drew Sanders. Uh, yeah, they, they could use some a linebacker in space. They can. I feel like this is. I, I think this is a little, obviously uh, way far down for him. I think he's probably gonna be gone by now. But I think he's a good fit. I think he, they can use him off the edge too. Help. I think they can use move him all over the place. I think it helps in multiple areas. I yeah, like that pick a lot. I yeah, I mean, I love Drew Sanders, and I've we always we try to stay away from the guys who we think are probably gone. And I think at this point he'd probably be gone, but. I do love this pick, so we're going to go Drew Sanders here. And you never know, too. He could be viewed as a tweener. He could fall a little bit. It's not like I mean, Is he a of. tweener? He's like 6'5", like two. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just like, I mean, tweener in the sense that like he, I mean, 
I don't know. I guess it's the fine line between versatile and tweener. That's all. Um, so this is pick sixty-one here. We're on the clock. I was uh, um, I was talking about Dante Jackson, by the way. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. Um, honestly, I'm running this card in for one of these two guys, for Eiler Tooley. I love some inside outside. Ver- I think you could put play him inside next to Derek Brown. I think that's a really good fit. And I also like Derek Hall if we're going opposite, but we did just take Drew Sanders who can be used in that role. Um, so what do you guys think here? I kind of like the, I kind of like your idea of going uh Thule in a sense where you can play him on the edge and uh, obviously ru- obvious rundowns, kick him inside, throw uh gross Matos out there. I feel like that's a pretty t- terrifying fucking uh, um, defensive front coming at you. Yeah. I, I will th- say Hodges Tomlinson right here. I think it would be perfect. You kick him inside, play nickel. He's a fucking scary guy to be across from, and he and he's got the speed for it. I would love, you know, he's predominantly played outside at TCU, but he's a guy who's gritty as fuck, and I, I think would actually be a, right about now would be when I think adding another corner would be would be feasible. Also, should we look for a, a wide receiver or a tight end or something? Maybe uh, just I yeah, like you, you just drafted a rookie uh, quarterback. Maybe try to help him out a little bit. Yeah, I don't love these wide receivers in the I do like uh I, I do like I do like Xavier Hutchinson. Charlie Jones would be an amazing pick. I just don't think he's gonna be he's not a second round guy. I know, but that's the most BTT pick on the face of the earth. Yeah, but Dude, it's senior bowl week, bro. They said that same thing about Cooper Cup and he shot up. He was still yeah. like a fifth round pick, wasn't no, he? No, no, he's third. <laughs> he was he was a third round. I think he was a third round pick, if I'm not mistaken. Um Personally, I like Thule a lot. I'm I'm down with Thule as well. I think that I just feel like those receivers. I feel like we may have missed the run on. We didn't really miss anybody. They all kind of went before that. Even even that first pick. Yeah, they, 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 one they thing to point before, one thing second. to point out. They had the Jets drafting Witherspoon and Keely Ringo. So uh, fuck this little mock draft machine. That's the most <laughs> idiotic. I didn't even seen. notice. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, let's uh let's let's go over uh who. Who we took so far? Well, we took Anthony guys. Richardson. We took Anthony Richardson. We took Drew Sanders. That's it. I know you got to give you got to give visual cues. You they they can't see. What are you talking about? I'm sharing my screen. They can't see on TikTok coming soon. Well, how about this? Share your body more. Maybe we could really see. All right, so I'm taking Thule. Uh, okay, Overruled. take Thule. Who are you uh, looking at, Ray? I was gonna say Jalen Hyatt. We've been. Damn, a cute, cute little addition. I don't know if I love that fit. Really? I feel like they need slot. I think they could. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, they got Lavishka. Yeah, <laughs> literally word. Wow, Clark Phillips the third is actually you sprint. Wasn't wasn't, wasn't, Dean, wasn't Dean the one saying like two picks ago that they didn't need the draft corner and since then he, yeah they brought up picks. he's brought up two corner with the third or fourth pick sure no problem <laughs> I mean I say we punt on offense offense ain't fun anyway what, what kind of tight ends yeah I was just to say let's look at the tight ends Kate Stover's not even in the draft yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we miss we missed that on Brenton Strange going back to the school you too. legit met everyone we missed everyone yeah we did miss everybody that's or, thanks go back to, uh, go back to wideout you kind of like I think I think this is I, I kind of fuck with AT Perry. This is. this is Charlie. 
Are we taking Charlie here? I'm not I taking either Char- Charlie. I'm not taking either Charlie or At Perry if you want a bigger body guy, obviously. But I think Charlie can play slot if you really. If that's what you want. You got strong hands. All right, we'll take Charlie here. Go Charlie, yeah, yeah. Go. Charlie's <laughs> gonna. Go. Charlie's I gonna fucking f- love this draft. Actually, Charlie's gonna fuck up our draft grade. No. Yeah, big time. He's we just, have, we, like, just, we call out racism. Like an F minus. <laughs> we call What's out, up? Call out racism. Yeah. <laughs> Reverse racism. Jesus, right? All right. So, as a, I mean, a plus on Anthony Richardson. He couldn't have hit it better. Damn, they really. The first three picks are nuts. (laughs) Charlie Jones really tanking our draft with (laughs) that. Charlie's going to be a bold prediction. He's a top hundred pick. I'm just saying, Drew Sanders gets a C plus. Charlie Jones gets an F. I mean, fishy. Tough. Um, Just a, a quick little review. So we took Anthony Richardson with the 109. Uh, then we went Drew Sanders, linebacker from Arkansas, at pick 39. Our, our other pick in the second round, pick 61, Puli Lotu, however the fuck you're going to say it. Um, I really like that pick. I think that's a that's a great a, pick. A really good spot for him. And then in the third round, we took BTT Zone, Charlie Jones. Charlie, come on the pod whenever uh, you have a free invite, whenever. I'm telling you, hey, dude, he's going to be a very, very good pro. No, he is. They uh, would be they would be happy with this pick in the long uh, term for sure. Yeah, I just think taking him at sixty one would <laughs> was an absolute mistake. That's ninety three okay. well, ninety three chief. I, I was you know, I'm I sa- got a little, I got, I got a little jazzed up. I got a little jazzed up. So I'll see you have to jeez. It's early I'll, process, bro. I'll get, I'll make a bet with anyone right now, Charlie Jones goes uh inside ninety third pick. Who wants it right now? I, I already I just said I just glocked not, the top hundred pick. I think he's probably a top hundred pick too, but Dean was talking about him at, at sixty one. I want him at sixty one. So, should you have a problem with that? Yeah, he's not going to be in the top sixty picks. All right, bro. Well, this good thing it's sixty one. Jesus, <laughs> I think it's a wrap. Give me, give me the fuck off this episode. All right, that'll wrap it up for us here on Between Two Tackles. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you enjoyed our Carolina Panthers rebuild, if you can call it that, Carolina. Do something to get yourself out of cap hell. Jesus. Um, as always, please rate and subscribe to the pod and follow our Twitter at two tackles with the number two and stick with us as we continue this 2022, 2023 season. Fellas, who you got winning the Super Bowl? Chiefs by a million. I think the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles too. Good stuff, fellas. Appreciate you. you guys are such homers. One love. Shout grubs. Peace. Yo, can you- <laughs>